welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Well, hello, sisters. Hello. hello. Monday morning, bright and early. Uh, I feel great. <laughs> Got a case of the Mondays there, Riley? Oh, it's just, no. It's just really early for me, guys. Do you need some lasagna? Yeah. Calling me Garfield. <laughs> Was that your way of saying I'm Garfield? Yeah. You're Garfield. Okay. <laughs> if that wasn't what she was insinuating, it just would have been a weird segue. <laughs> I was going to say, who wants lasagna? <laughs> it's caffeinated lasagna. It's the new product I'm tr- we're selling on Stubbuffering. <laughs> caffeinated lasagna. When you've got a case of the Mondays, and that's it, because then and, you're tired and you're hungry, I guess. This is the perfect thing we made for you. It's <laughs> caffeinated lasagna. Know where we're going we, with this. We don't really know what the Mondays are, but we know they're cured by lasagna. You're a doctor. Is that an okay <laughs> saving for you to make? Uh, we it's not. I don't think there's an ICD-10 code for the Mondays. Okay, there might be. There are thousands. It's possible. <laughs> there's like two separate codes for like if you get run over by a horse that doesn't have a rider, and if you get run over by a horse that does have a rider. That's crazy. This is true. I mean, that's important thing to differentiate. That seems like there's a weight variance there, you know? The, like, there's a code for if you fall on a spaceship while it's landing versus if you fall on a spaceship while it's taking off. Wait. This is real. Really? A spaceship, not like an airplane. No, like it's like something going to outer space. What do they need those codes for? For, what are like, all... ast- astronauts who get hurt, I guess. There's some clumsy astronauts. <laughs> this, there are so many. Anyway, I, this is not a podcast about ICD-10 codes. Can there are it so be, many though? of them. Can it be? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of our favorite things is just to find the strangest, most obscure ICD-10 codes and share them with each other. Like, hey, have you been able to use this one? Nerds. <laughs> Has anybody ever been able to use the astronauts falling down on spaceships one? Somebody who does space medicine. How do you space do space medicine? No. That's, it's a thing. That's a thing. It's a whole like specialty area. It's because you think I'm about it. Bodies in when when you're in outer space, like the physiology is all different. So it's a whole other space medicine. Yeah, it's cool. Wow. So we had a big exciting weekend. And we cured some diseases this weekend. That's true. Oh yeah, um, with yeah. with lasagna. <laughs> well, well, no. Oh, all right. So, so uh, now, yeah. Let's 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 keep it real. All right. Yeah. Ju- Justin and I celebrated our 12 year anniversary by playing a board game with Riley and her boyfriend. Yay! <laughs> um, we played Pandemic Legacy, which is it's, it's really cool. <laughs> Pandemic is like this like team board game where you not teen team. Teens can play it too. Though. Well, teen teen team. Team teens, teen teams, or adults, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> you cure diseases and you save the world. See, you work together. You could you could have phrased that so much better. Like to celebrate our anniversary, we thwarted pandemic diseases around the world. <laughs> True. Well, like. that yes, that would have sounded much cooler than we we played a board game in the basement after our kids were asleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the legacy one is really cool though because it has like a. It's one game that you play ongoing. Yeah. Like you can only play it like the actual box game, the one that you have bought once. Oh. Like all the way through. But it takes like multiple playings yeah. of a game 
to get through. It's like various levels that you play like within a video game. And I- it evolves as you go and like you tear up cards and you put stickers on the board and you write things on the board and oh, you wow. write things on the board like the names of the diseases because if you're the first person to eradicate a disease, you get to name it. So Riley's named two of our four diseases so what? far. What have you named your diseases? <laughs> One of them was a collaborative effort. One of them was my personal decision. Um, each disease has a color associated mm-hmm. with it. And there's uh, red, yellow, blue, and black. And uh, I eradicated the red one and the black one. And Sydney said, well, what's black that we can name this disease? And then she said, ants. <laughs> <laughs> So I named it Ants with a Z, like the popular Pixar movie Ants. A- ants. Oh, no. Ants. You, you got a case of, of ants? That's very a bad case of ants. Don't worry. We eradicated ants. We did eradicate ants. That sounds bad for the environment. <laughs> um, the second one, I think, is a personal favorite of mine that I think Justin mm-hmm. actually came up with. We all agreed on it. It was the red disease that we called MAGA. <laughs> uh Topical. We eradicated MAGA, but MAGA came back the next month. Yeah, that's how it seems to work. Worse mm-hmm. than ever, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Causes itching and irritation, random fits of screaming and staring into the void. <laughs> we keep hanging our hopes on the on the uh, Mueller medicine to finally eradicate MAGA, but it just doesn't seem to be coming through. Yeah, the way we hoped. So anyway. That's a dangerous Anyways, disease. Pan- <laughs> Pandemic Legacy is a really fun game. <laughs> Speaking of games, yeah. Oh, yeah. We started we started talking about games and specifically uh game shows because I feel like back in our day, Tay, teens had a lot of game shows. Yeah. Like yeah. teens and preteens. In tweens and in between. Yeah, if they're if you if you desired to be on some sort of game show thing like there were lots of options for you back in the 90s you know that's um, true that was like before we had like a really popular craze of like reality tv show we still were like throwing kids into weird situations being like mm-hmm. deal with this mm-hmm. weird crap giant yeah. ear whatever <laughs> we'll talk about that i'm sure we'll talk about that well that's so what what made me think of this is that double dare is back no way back. yeah Brand new. Wow. Double Dare. And the the host is a, a YouTuber, correct? Liza Koshy. Yeah. What so, what's the age cap on that, Riley? Can you get on that double dare action for me? I mean probably not. Am I too big? I these kids are all like around like I feel like they're all twelve ish. Oh. Mm. Alright. Aren't they all like I'm in only that like range? three years younger than the host, so I might be too old. Alright. Yeah, um, but Mark Summers is still there. Never fear. Great. He's taken on like a kind of an announcer role. Like he stands over to the side and just kind of comments on things. <laughs> Gives you like extra extra info about the answers to the questions if you want to know them. That that kind of makes me sad. <clears throat> well, you know it's a good it's a good fit because like uh, Liza, the host, she has like a youthful energy you know and she's a youtuber the kids mm-hmm. love those youtubers Everyone loves that liza so she's like the one out there like cheering them on as they do the weird stunts you know all right and and mark like stands in the back and is like 
well, you know, some more interesting facts about Amelia Earhart. (laughs) (laughs) That kind of thing. That's his role now. (laughs) I feel feel kind of bad for him. I mean, I don't really know what the the trajectory is from, from game show hosts, but he just landed at, like, assistant game show host. <laughs> well, he does get to host Unwrapped, although he doesn't do that anymore now that I think about it. I think he used to, but now I think there's a new host. So never mind. Well, he yeah, died. that's it. He's assistant game show host. <laughs> but, but he probably likes being farther away from all the, the super sloppiness, right? Because doesn't mm-hmm. he hate messes? That is my understanding, is that he does not like messy things. Seems like not the best fit for him then. Yeah, especially once Double Dare went super sloppy. Yeah. Exactly. So, but it's the same. Like Double Dare, Tay, in case you check it out. It, I mean, it's essentially the same. Like two teams of kids, they answer questions, they do weird stunts, and then they do the obstacle course. And the best part is that the like the prizes. So, Riley, have you watched Double Dare? Can't either. I had watched some episodes of the old one when we talked about doing this. Okay. Can you still win moon shoes? (laughs) (laughs) They don't have moon shoes. They sadly don't have BK Knights. Uh, (laughs) Casio keyboard. Casio keyboard. So a lot of them are very similar. Okay. Like like you can win a a guitar. Okay. Like here's a a guitar to learn on. And I believe that was one of the older presents. Like you can win a guitar. Um, you can win a karaoke machine. It's just a better karaoke machine than the one you used to be able to win. Uh, I want to believe it's it's a sa- one of those leftover karaoke machines from Double Dare back in the 90s. Like, we still have these <laughs> kicking around. We've got to get rid of them. Here. Don't know what this is. Let's call it vintage. Say it's a vintage karaoke machine. Uh, the the big prize, at the, one I, the one I was watching the other day, because Charlie loves this show, uh, was a trip to space camp. Which I think is the same as the big prize before space a trip camp. to space camp. I'm glad space camp is still a thing. I hope kids still want to go I thought space there. camp was a thing that people made up. No, it's a real thing. Where is space camp? The elusive singular space camp. I mean, I think it's at NASA, which is in, yeah. what, like, Houston, isn't it? I always thought that was a thing people said. Yeah. Like, what'd you do this summer? Oh, I went to space camp. Yeah, it's a real thing. Wow. You could go to space camp, Riley. Uh, I'm not now? now. I think you're too old, yeah. Yeah. You're not 18 yet. You got a little you bit of like space camp right now. <laughs> you have two months. No, two months. Get this in. Stop recording ah. this podcast. Go to space camp. Um, you know, o- only vaguely related to space camp, but I got I got to roll back for a second and and question <laughs> why were moonshoes a, a good idea? Also, why were they cool? Why did they exist? They just seem like the most dangerous thing there was a lot of toys in the 90s that just seemed like try not to break yourself somehow with this <laughs> like the skip it just swing this little plastic ball around <laughs> your foot don't 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 trip over it oh no you did oh the skip it one one point for skip it like, <laughs> like the moonshoes are just these giant plastic things with little tiny trampolines stuck inside of them that you strap to your feet as it really what, what were they trying to mimic other than head injury it really is like if you think about it, especially moon shoes it sounds like something that was made by like a rich child like a kid was like i want to make shoes that are little trampolines attached to your feet and you can bounce on them like the moon and they were like i know like you're six and you have all this money and we can't let you make the no i will it's I a have baby the ceo it was blank check blank check did this yeah <laughs> he made moon shoes that's what happened 
I just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, now I really want to get a pair of moon shoes and see if they're as bad as I remember. But I don't remember ever even having the courage to put them on. Yeah. Like you would just kind of look at them and be like, ah, no. It no. <laughs> seems like a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> as my, my seven-year-old brain could still process like, yeah, I, I like shoes. I like the moon. I don't like these. <laughs> <laughs> they were still selling and advertising very heavily on the Nickelodeon and Teen Nick moon shoes when I was younger. But mm. I never wanted them, but I was always intrigued by them. And just this past school year, my senior year of high school, uh, for some costume day or spirit week, someone wore a pair of moon shoes to school and let me try them on. And let me tell you, glad I did never want them. <laughs> I was terrified the whole time. <laughs> uh, you can still win all those great prizes um, on Double Dare. I feel like the money is higher. I feel like the point, the money values are higher, like for answering questions. Because mm-hmm. I was watching an old episode of Double Dare, and I think like the winner had won like, like the team had made two hundred dollars or something. Yeah. And like now the winning team, the one I was watching the other day was like $950. Whoa. So like they've adjusted for inflation. Yeah. <laughs> Kids are like $200, whatever. The teens of today <laughs> demand more money. What's the game? Not enough. The game show minimum wage has gone up. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> uh, they, they still, my favorite part about Double Dare is that I really think it is just they are trying to make kids fall as much as possible because that seems to be the goal is like, let's have them run around in tennis shoes on this very slick looking floor, like hard tile-ish looking floor yeah. and, and have them dumping substances that they can fall in. I mean, that that really seems to be the big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, that's how you prove that you were worthy of the moon shoes. It was really just a safety test. It's like, if yeah. you can get through all this stuff without falling down... You maybe won't break yourself on these stupid, stupid toys. <laughs> As you're like running around and somebody's launching pancakes dripping in syrup on, at your head where you have a plate like Velcroed on your head. <laughs> and there's like syrup all over the floor and they're launching pancakes at your face and you're trying to dive under them with your plate head. And <laughs> like It must have been so fun to come up with those challenges, though. Like, what a bunch of sadists just like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to make a whole (laughs) bunch of pancakes. (laughs) They they still have some of the classic obstacles, like the nose that you have to reach up and pick. Oh, I could never, Um, like, make eye contact with the screen when that was going on. That one's rough. Uh, that that one's classic. They have new ones. I bet Charlie loves that one. Yes, but, and she, <laughs> but she loves even more new ones relevant to today. There's one called unboxing. Oh man! And it's a giant box you have to open oh, and uh. dig through and find the flag. But yeah. anyway, double dare, and then of course it's it's various um, like the progeny, super <laughs> sloppy double dare and family double dare. I t- by the way, I told Charlie that Family Double Dare was a thing, and she went, "We have to do that." I was gonna say, <laughs> she's going to demand it. Please, can you and me and Cooper and Daddy do Family Double Dare? I don't think Cooper could do Double Dare yet. <laughs> well, th- th- we don't. I will- do, do we have Do we have a new iteration of Family yet, or do you guys have time to like I- introduce that idea? <laughs> we don't. We don't have one yet. All right, there you go. You call so. up Nick. And say, listen, listen. We'll be your first family. Oh, we Nick- have a baby, Nickelodeon. I was like, wait, who's Nick? <laughs> Nickelodeon. <laughs> who's this guy that you know? Who's your connection? <laughs> so, other than Double Dare, though, 
which is back. There are lots of of old teen game shows and and preteen too that that don't exist today. Um, we've talked about some of them before. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The incredibly involved. Um, that was that was a very complex one. They had to build that whole temple. <laughs> um. Yeah, um, they, there was always like a legend, right? And then yeah. they, they, they had to listen to it. Wasn't that a big part of it? Like they just told you a story and then they tested you on how well you listened to it. Like, exactly. Re- reading comprehension was the largest kids. part of the. <laughs> that was a really dressed up reading comprehension drill. <laughs> and that's how you decided which, which team got to go into the temple. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then you could, as you went through, win pieces of the whatever the amulets the medallions yes olmex shiny the medall- well and that, that's how you got away from the temple guards yeah can you this imagine very involved was this just a 30 minute television show yeah. yeah that sounds very involved for like we're at like 21 minutes of airtime <laughs> yeah well it i mean it narrowed down the teams because you started with like six teams or something and it narrowed it narrows you down to two teams pretty quickly yeah and then those two teams go head to head and then the the team that is the winner goes into the temple and tries to retrieve whatever the artifact is of the legend there's I always see. a different artifact i feel like um, nobody ever won that game and they all got hung up in the shine of the silver monkey the um the thing, Riley, is that there were adults dressed as temple guards hiding in the temple. Mm-hmm. And if you went into a room where a temple guard was, they would burst out of the wall and grab you. Oh, my God. And if you had <laughs> a piece of a... traumatize you for life. <laughs> exactly. If you had a piece of a medallion, you could give it to them and then they would let you go. And if you didn't, then... What know, happened they, to you? They killed you. No, they just take that they, they, you're like you're, you lose. You're actually sacrificed to Olmec, the, the <laughs> animatronic temple god. Animatron uh, uh, Olmec was the temple itself, mm-hmm. which would talk. You see, uh, but that was that was one we've never talked about. Wild and crazy kids, man, that used to look like so much fun. Right? They were always like just slide around on inner tubes and awesome stuff. Wild and crazy kids was sort of you know field day. Yeah. At the end of school. Oh, yeah. It was like a giant field day. That was was the show. What was the game? Well, it was just like a bunch of teams, like giant teams of children. And they would participate in various outdoor extreme stunts that were largely reminiscent of field day activities, like with water balloons and eggs and yeah, yeah, things, things like sliding around on giant inner tubes and Probably, I feel like it was the kind of situation where they probably had those big plastic balls that you put people in. Yeah. You, like a big hamster ball. Yeah. For peoples. Those kinds of activities. Mm, I see. Um, I've been in one of those before. <laughs> I don't, Taylor, do you remember, like, on Wild and Crazy Kids, was there a big reward for winning that? What happened? I think so. What did you? I don't remember what you won. I remember it was hosted. Who were the hosts? Donnie Jeffcoat. Uh, that sounds like Omar a made-up name. Epps. You just made up that name. Oh, Omar Gooding. Omar Gooding. Yeah. And Donnie Jeffcoat. And who was the Donnie Jeffcoat? Uh, 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 Jessica Gaines. Is that right? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, but anyway, that was a bit. That was a popular show. Um. Do you remember Fun House, Taylor? Oh, wait. 
I do. And there was a board game off of it, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had that. There was? Yes. I just remember this was a little before my time because I don't think I was uh, old enough to process exactly how Funhouse worked or the board game. <laughs> I just remember that you had a bunch of little yellow boxes full of fun things. Yes. That were probably all had to... choking hazards at my age. Mm, and you had to find something in there. Yeah. It was sort of like a... Like, you had these rooms, and you had to search the rooms Mm -hmm. for things. They were just, like, really messy rooms that the kids had to go through and try to find something. Mm Mm-hmm. Why was that fun? I don't know, but the board game was not as fun as the (laughs) show looked. (laughs) Because the show looked really fun, but... It's hard to recreate that with a series of small cardboard boxes. Yeah. Like, okay, here's the deal. Instead of a whole room that is, you know like fancifully decorated and with all kinds of wacky objects instead of that it's a box it's a small cardboard box i mean (laughs) i mean really small like handheld one hand yeah and it's just full of some junk and but in the junk is the thing you're looking for with the other junk that you're not this sounds like a game you'd play once and then after you play it once you're like okay okay." (laughs) as a parent this sounds like a game specifically made to antagonize parents because it's just a series of little cardboard boxes with pieces of crap in them. <laughs> and then you have to like, like keep the right pieces of junk in, in each right box. Boxes? Oh my gosh. And then there are certain pieces of junk that you can't lose because they're keys, like they're, they're important to the game, but you know, you're going to lose all of it eventually. Right. Someone made this who hates parents. Yeah, that's my theory. Or yeah. just lots of things to board step on and lose and mm-hmm. try to swallow. Yeah. yeah, lots of choking hazards. Mm-hmm. Bad for pets. I can see CJ trying to eat a lot of those things, <sighs> or just anything that's dropped on the ground. All really, things. you got to watch out. With CJ, will try to eat your feet if they're on the if they're that's on the true. ground long <laughs> enough. <laughs> just just anything. <laughs> my cat likes to eat. That's just you know. That's my cat. I should clarify. CJ's my cat. That's not like another child. I think I we all inferred that based on the, you know, the <laughs> yeah. discussion of animals eating things. And you said CJ likes to eat things. Well, I, you know. Sydney has a third child. <laughs> I, have, I have a third child. That, that she lets just crawl what? around on the floor to eat people's feet. <laughs> it's a natural parenting style. <laughs> this free range parenting. I think that's what that is. <laughs> it does fall in line with the other C names you have for your other two that's babies. True. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, so uh, there, are, there are more, and we need to figure out what the what the corollary, what the modern day equivalent to all these teen game shows is. But before we do that, let's check the group message, sisters. We have a lot. We do have a lot this week on the group message today. Uh, first of all, we got a new sponsor to tell you about. So, still buffering is supported in part by Skyler, which is a company that is offering consciously crafted fragrances. Uh, there are four scents, Arrow, Coral, Isle, and Meadow are all cruelty-free and vegan. And Skylar's website features a fun quiz to help you find your perfect scent. Uh, I love this, those quizzes. I know. I love those quizzes, too. What does that reveal about your, about <laughs> your uh, am I an arrow? Am I an aisle? What am I? Uh, the sample palette lets you experience all four scents before committing. So you can try them out, which is always nice. Uh, Risk-free with their happiness guarantee and free returns within 30 days, which is a great deal. And we've talked about before on the show the importance 
of trying to find things that are that are cruelty free mm-hmm. that you know are, are safe and haven't been tested on animals and and especially tay you are a vegan yourself and these scents are can guarantee you that i know and that's nice it's nice for somebody yeah. to come out and say that you don't have to do like the the mystery check online like i like this thing please don't tell me it's made of sweet kittens <laughs> no sweet kittens here that's a guarantee it might smell like a sweet kitten kittens smell lovely <laughs> that's debatable but <laughs> for a limited time you can try the sample palette with free shipping plus earn a 20 dollars credit towards a full-size perfume purchase by visiting Skylar, that's S-K-Y-L-A-R dot com slash buffering. So check it out today, Skylar dot com slash buffering. Try the sample palette with free shipping, plus earn a $20 credit toward a full-size perfume purchase. Very cool. We have another sponsor to tell you about this week, and that's one we've told you about before, and that's HelloFresh. Uh HelloFresh is the meal kit delivery service that delivers your favorite recipes and ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. We've talked a lot about HelloFresh before. They have all their different plans, the classic, veggie, and family. You know, Taylor, you enjoy the veggie. I do. Uh, Sydney, you enjoy the family because you have a family. That's true. Your your kids. Mm -hmm. Uh, Me and myself, I'm more of a classic, classic (laughs) kind of girl. Um, (laughs) But each box is made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients and recipes only take about 30 minutes to cook, which is super great because you can enjoy not having to plan dinner, spending money on takeout for an easy night, or worrying about gathering ingredients because it's all right there for you and it takes just about as long as it would to order food or cook anything else. So subscribe to get delicious filling meals delivered every week for less than $10 per serving, which is such a great deal. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. The, the we we uh the most recent kit we got we did it with Charlie. She helped us make the little pizzas, mm-hmm. those little uh chicken sausage pizzas. Yeah, um they were so good, and she had a ton of fun like putting it all together. So mm-hmm. it's a great way to introduce kids to cooking too. Yeah. So if you want thirty dollars off your first week of HelloFresh, visit hellofresh.com/stillbuffering30 and enter the promo code stillbuffering30. So that's thirty whole dollars off your first week of HelloFresh when you visit hellofresh.com/stillbuffering30 and enter that promo code stillbuffering30. Nice. All right. Uh, so we've also got um, a, a a commercial me- message here on stillbuffering. We got a couple this week. Um, so the first one we've got, uh, let's see, I says, I'm trying to crowdfund my ages 10 and up novel, Looking Glass Lies by Catherine Fenquist. Summary, when Alice Inkling leaves her home of Wonderland to finish her witch training, she's sure she can handle any challenge on earth. But even with her spells and sharp wits, Alice has her work cut out for her with criminal mysteries, illegal magic, and escape monsters. It's a cross between the Dresden Files and Kiki's Delivery Service. Oh, that sounds delightful. Uh, If this sounds delightful to you as well, you should visit inkshares.com and search Looking Glass Lies to read and support. So check that out now. Inkshares.com. Yeah, Yeah. a combination of all sorts of good stuff. Inkshares.com. Uh, we have another one more message to tell you about, and that's uh, did you know? Let me. I'm going to ask you a question. Oh, it's mm-hmm. about firstborn children. This is very relevant to me. Did you know firstborn children tend to be goal oriented and believe most in authority? Yeah, I believe yes. it. M- middle kids, listen up, Tay. Middle kids act as mediators and feel the need for independence. 
That's true. And young kids, like Riley, tend to be precocious and like surprises. When I first read that, I thought that said tend to be precious. (laughs) (laughs) And also have trouble with spelling. (laughs) Surprise! That word is not pronounced that way. The the podcast Not So Random Facts explores the science behind random facts like these to make them less random. Want to know the one word understood by everybody on Earth? Why beer is the reason cities exist? What? How bringing back woolly mammoths can stop global warming? Take a listen and listen to the podcast Not So Random Facts on iTunes and elsewhere and subscribe. Check that out. Sounds great. Yeah. More beer. uh, More woolly mammoths. (laughs) I like that. More firstborn kids. Hey. I don't know about that. The youngest ones are precious. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Did... I th- I thought about this as random, but when we talking about the perfume, that uh, a per- like I don't know what a master master perfume maker is. I don't know what that's called, but uh, one in Japan tra- was trying to recreate the smell of a cat's the top of a cat's head because it's the most pleasant smelling part of a cat, and I think he succeeded. Oh yeah, yeah. The, ple- wow. the pleasant scent of the the top of a of a friendly cat's head. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Just saying. <laughs> if anybody, you know, Christmas is a long way away, but if you think you know a present for me, because uh, <laughs> cat, cat, cat head perfume. Yeah, because you know, just like rubbing my wrist all over my cat's head, he doesn't always like it, and it gets me all hairy. Mm-hmm. So anyway, game shows. <laughs> uh, there was a, uh, there was another one I was going to mention. Oh, Nick Arcade. That was easily the best except for here's my problem with nick arcade it looked like the most fun riley like from the outside it would look like you were in a massive video game and you were playing mm-hmm. but that's great i bet it was way less cool behind the scenes because i think you were just like jumping around on a green screen that's exactly what you're doing you're <laughs> just jumping around on a green screen <laughs> you were not in like a cool diamond mine jumping for well diamonds obviously would be the, the thing i'd assume <laughs> i'd assume i don't know uh yeah you were just 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 jumping around in empty space. I guess looking at a smaller screen of yourself and trying to... That's, yep. That sucked. I trying bet. to grab the coins and climb up to the next levels and whatever on the screen while you were moving. It, I would wonder how long the people who competed on that show, how much like practice they were given ahead of time. That has to be hard. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like to to work in front of a green screen, like newscasters and like weather people and all that. Like they practice for a while, mm-hmm. don't they? And like they don't just <laughs> dive in. And and they're not like jumping like cliff to cliff. <laughs> yeah, hang gliding. I don't know what you do on that. It's all sorts of weird I, stuff. I've never seen a weather person do that, but I guess they could. Yeah. <laughs> um, make it a little more interesting. You also had to play video games. Yes. Uh, like arcade games and do well at them which i thought seemed very unfair this sounds like the perfect game for a young justin McRoy. <laughs> it was it was created for justin and then alas he was tragically never on the program right <laughs> he was too good <laughs> <laughs> too good a video game you're like we don't want we don't we'll run out of bk nights instantly we can't <laughs> we can't let him on the show well you know that they, uh, it seems like a good game to bring back now. Can Justin get on that? Because he'd be an excellent option for a host. He oh, would be. He would be. Right? I bet the, the technology would be 
a lot better now with with VR and yes. and such. <laughs> Except it would, if you had like if you had to see the kids, they would just be standing there in a VR headset, twirling <laughs> around. Like I don't know that it would look much better. I guess you're right, but their experience would probably would be, be a lot better. That's, that's yeah. Well, you know, you have like the cool projected image. I, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You wouldn't just see the kid wandering around in <laughs> VR heads. Running into things. <laughs> um, yeah, but that uh, that's a great idea. Hey, yeah. if anybody's listening that wants to do that. Oh, restart <laughs> the was, old Nick Arcade. We got we got yeah. a hookup with the with a possible host, a celebrity host. Here's he yes, and here's but here's the thing. I don't want him to go anywhere for very long because we have two kids <laughs> so. so well Sydney you're ruining the kids experiences you, would it be possible to make this show in Huntington West Virginia is what I'm asking I mean I think building a st- state-of-the-art VR center slash uh, filming place would be good for good for the town so you know it could be good for it the there you go <laughs> and I bet property costs are lower than like LA where you film things I think Never filmed anything. Yeah. <laughs> I I guarantee it is cheaper to film something in Huntington than LA. I guarantee you it is. There you go. It's a uh, th- this is this is seamless. This is perfect. Uh, I'll take ten percent of whatever. <laughs> Just for that, <laughs> I'm part of this idea. <laughs> I was there when it was generated. We'll each take thirty three percent, and Justin gets one. <laughs> gets to host that's fun um that's interesting that you mentioned a board game that was turned into or a, a Video game, game show that was yeah. turned into a board game uh-huh with funhouse because i was trying to think of game shows that i watched that featured teens and tweens when i was younger because mm-hmm. i feel like this is something that i watched when i was maybe like 12 13 not something i'm watching now mostly because they aired them on like nickelodeon and teen nick and there's channels that I don't watch now, mm-hmm. mostly because teens don't watch TV anymore. But there was one I remembered that was based off of a board game that I believe was called Picture This or something, where you laid out all these cards. I remember Justin showing it to me, actually. It was like a board game. You lay out the tiles. Yeah. And you, it was all, like, blue colored. <laughs> and you uh-huh. had to find, like, a number of penguins and ice cream cones. Yes. That was a that was a game they show. They turned it into a game show. Yes. Um, where there was a different stage and one of them was like a ball pit and you had to dig into the ball pit and find the giant cardboard cutout penguin. Um there was like an obstacle course. Yeah. And they were families that competed and you had to climb up and find all these things and walk across the giant board. Um I don't think it lasted for very long. <laughs> but I do remember that one. And then there was also Hole in the Wall that I believe was on Nickelodeon for a short period of time, mm-hmm. which was just a giant wall coming towards you with a hole in it, and you had to shape your body to fit <laughs> the shape of the hole. So you went through the wall instead of the falling wall into the you ball over. pit behind you. Yeah. Yeah. The, I feel like the I was thinking about like the shows today, like the, what's that ninja show? American Ninja Warrior? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like where you have to do like um, an obstacle coursey kind yeah. of thing. And like, do you think Guts was the origin of all this stuff? <laughs> do you, I mean. Do you remember Guts? No, I think like, I don't know, like the ancient Olympics might be where we st- Well, well, yeah, but like. <laughs> I think. But Guts, Taylor. Guts, but, so, I mean, like. Guts started it all. Back in the Roman days when they or first that- crafted, when the aggro crack was handed down from, from Zeus. 
I'm mixing so many mythologies. I'm sorry, people that know about this stuff. <laughs> Guts, Guts was a kid competition show where you had to do, like, actually difficult sort of athletic-like feats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at the end, you competed climbing the the aggro crag. And, I see. They make and, you, like, they tie you to, like, a bungee cord, and you have to, mm-hmm. like, both catch basketballs and then try to deposit basketballs in the proper <laughs> basketball receptacle. <laughs> Why so many basketballs? Yeah, there's a lot of think- basketballs involved, I feel like. Just sports. Sports. And it it was sort of like Olympics because then they had global guts, which spanned the earth. Yeah. <laughs> kids kids from all over could compete for a piece of the crag. That's what you got. Yeah. You got a piece a, of agriculture. You got a piece think you can of buy that on like eBay now. Uh, I guarantee you can. Yeah. It's probably expensive. But um, it, it, it was a beautiful thing to behold. It was just this glowing mountain that shot confetti at random times. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> I describe it. It sounds like I'm making this up. I'm not. <laughs> and I think like, didn't it shoot like CO2 out? To like freak you out and stuff. Too. Yeah, or I guess blow you off the side of the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I think that's what it did. What kind of waivers are these kids signing? <laughs> I don't know. Things were a lot more dangerous back then. Oh, <laughs> um, you can buy a piece of the Agro Crag statue on eBay for thirty-five dollars. <laughs> Just thirty-five dollars? Yes. <laughs> I don't think it's a piece of the actual Agro Crag. Well, I so if you're looking for a Christmas present for me, <laughs> um, so why have these shows gone away? Why why is no one your age interested? I mean, because we used to watch these so much that they brought back. Remember Nick Gas, Nick Games and Sports, yeah. the channel where they just brought back all these different shows and showed them to you again because it was like, hey, remember how much you used to love this? Here, rewatch all these episodes. And people my age were like, yes, I'm okay. in college. I'll do this. <laughs> this is great. Why? Why is that gone? I mean, for one thing, I will say I can only vouch for what I am watching currently, and I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't watch a lot of like Nick and T Nick mm-hmm. and all those channels anymore, just because I feel like. I one am past the age point in which those shows interest me, and two, uh, I don't I don't watch TV. I watch YouTube and Netflix and such. But um, nobody's making Netflix series of this. Nobody's making. Well, Sydney, I would contest that with the hit series Escape the Night on YouTube. But that's, uh, that's that's scripted. It's not scripted. Oh, it is. Oh, it's not scripted. I, okay, I it's think scripted. It's, it's a little, little, little column A, little column B. And that's not quite the same thing. They don't fall down nearly enough for it to qualify as a, as a game yeah. show. Yeah, that's fair. Nobody's climbing through giant stacks of pancakes looking for anything. No. They are climbing <laughs> up a giant uh, lady spider's spider web, though. Yes, to find that's fair. hidden gems and rubies. That's fair. They, they do, yes. But and they I, are I don't... locked in a in a clown bus where they have to find different codes to unlock their their clown locks. But I never see them wearing helmets and knee and elbow pads. <laughs> and where's Sydney, that? They die. At the end of each episode, one of them dies. Okay, well, see, back to the scripted though. <laughs> and I I believe man, I am just now questioning this. 
I believe that all of those old Nick shows were real, that they were not predetermined and that people were really winning and losing just on their own merit. I believe that deep in my heart. But Sydney. No, I I would have to believe that too, because if it was scripted, I don't think they would have chosen to make Legends of the Hidden Temple the most difficult and disappointing TV show to watch. Like, unless you... I agree. Unless you were a kid that really enjoyed some schadenfreude. Like, nobody ever won. It was an endless bummer. It was a life lesson. <laughs> um, that That's absolutely true. That and, and if somebody was chosen to win, like, you could never tell which team was, like, you know, mm. the predetermined. I will I, say, you have to admire the kids who go through all that and do all the things because I remember the prizes for some of the shows I used to watch Mm -hmm. one of them was just a bucket of slime like one of them was just like here's some Nickelodeon branded slime for you (laughs) you didn't make it quite as far as the people who are gonna win like sweet sweet karaoke machines and pianos I I will say I'm glad your generation brought back slime though right like yeah that's true that's back yeah that's a weird slime was a big thing how is that bad I guess the 90s came back slime might as well come back but that was just a big part of like go on national television, get covered in slime, be gross, crawl through gross stuff like that. That was just a big appeal mm-hmm. to our generation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's interesting is that if you think about reality and game shows, I think you have to include reality shows for today that feature teens and kids. Um, you have Chop Junior and Master Chef Junior and Project Runway Junior. That all feature, I think Project Runway Junior is between the ages of like 13 and 18. And the other two are between the ages of like 8 and 13. Mm-hmm. Like all these little kids that are doing crazy cool things. So like not as not as fun to watch at, yeah. for some people maybe. More sophisticated maybe. More perhaps. sophisticated <laughs> maybe. Well, I, I, I'm glad that we we expect more out of our teens now instead of just like don't fall down. You you win a prize because you were the least fall downiest. <laughs> Here's some slime. Bake a cake. That's 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 childhood. Uh, I was I was sitting here thinking there's just nothing like this, and it did occur to me sometimes uh, with Charlie, Justin, and I watch CBBS, which is like a British Kids Channel, mm-hmm. and um, we uh, there is a a game show I have found on there called Swashbuckle, which is like a pirate themed kids game show thing where they they do they compete they have like a it's it's like a pirate ship that is reminiscent of old mac where like you go through the different rooms in the pirate ship to Mm -hmm. find jewels and bring them back and and like get them back from the pirates and if you can do that you win man that does exist you know it it was it was like young adults and teens well not teens it was like college age kids doing it but I wish they would bring back. Uh, do you remember MTV's Fear, Sid? Oh, that was a great show. What? Was that the one? No, that was the one where they go to haunted places, and, and you send them through one at a time. Yeah, they, they, well, they were like four, four or five people per team, and they would have yeah. to over the course of like a night complete all these dares basically in the haunted place, and they were always yes. like, yeah, you'd have to go off on your own to like one of these rooms that's particularly haunted and like stick your head in a noose or some morbid stuff like that. Yes. Uh, I remember yeah. this because they they came to the Moundsville prison. Sorry. You got another podcast going on there, Sid? <laughs> Justin's computer's making noise. Uh, it's they haunted. Came, they came to the West Virginia uh, State Penitentiary, the Mounds, the, pri- the prison in Moundsville. Oh, yeah? Didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they did. Didn't they do they that? Did. Yeah. 
That sounds pretty good. I'd watch that. It was great. And I, I that, that sounds good. Yeah. I would I don't know if I'd have the the, the guts to be on that one, but that was one where uh, I was like, I wanna I wanna go on that. Do do do, do you have it? Guts. Hey, there was like one episode where they were like facing <laughs> off against the chupacabra and like two different teams of teens couldn't couldn't complete the challenges against the chupacabra. <laughs> Poor teen teams. <laughs> Well, it's unfortunate. You teens just don't like your stunts anymore. I love a good teen stunt. I love game shows. Well, I I think the problem, though, now is that you're also disorganized. You're all doing your own stunts in your own homes and filming those and putting those on the Internet. That's fair. Instead of big group stunts, which which involve knee pads and elbow pads. Well, yeah. (laughs) Sid, I mean, now that they got, they all have got iPhones, their iPhone is their Casio keyboard and their karaoke (laughs) machine and I don't think it's their slime. Their moon juice. (laughs) Don't try that. You you know what your iPhone isn't? Space camp. (laughs) I bet you could buy a trip to space camp on your iPhone. Well, sure you could, Riley, but you could win one if you go on Double Dare guess that's true i'm too old for double dare sydney well it's too late now but um i'm i'm calling for teens to bring back the game shows i would love to bring back game shows if anyone out there who does tv is listening please cast me in your first reiteration (laughs) of whatever game show of your choosing i will play i will be excited um i will fall probably Mm -hmm. most definitely and maybe that means i win maybe that means i lose either way it's the experience. You know what it is? Instead of, like, it's a generational thing. It's just, it must be our age, Tay, because we now have, what is that show where people just get knocked down by things and fall off of things? Wipeout. Yeah. Yeah. And but that's just, just determines how long you can go without falling. Yeah, and it's just adult. And now that, I mean, like, those are adults. Yeah. But it's just, like, people our age grew up and went, we need a new show where people fall. I, <laughs> I don't have any shows where people fall anymore. I never got to be on Double Dare. I need to be on a show where I can fall. Let's grown-up shows with falling. <laughs> <laughs> I want more grown-up shows with falling. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I try... I try not to watch media that I think is based around like enjoying somebody else's pain. It's like, like, like I don't know. It's shows like that or like the the all of the caught on camera shows that are just people getting like nut shots and like <laughs> kids getting like hit by random objects and just falling down. Like those, yeah. Like the, all the shows that our dad loves. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's, it's our, but it, I think it's our fault, though, Taylor. It was our generation grew up and just started chanting, "We need more grown-up shows with falling." And I, I w- look what happened. This is what we have wrought. See, I want to think that I've distilled my love of that into my love of, of nailed it because I no one's physically <laughs> falling, but there's lots of failing. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That that's a good. That's a good. I, so I would good. recommend nail it. Yeah. <laughs> like less of like ha 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 oh I, I really hope they didn't break something they might have they definitely might never forget that injury <laughs> yeah. yeah no I don't enjoy watching people get hurt I just <laughs> just enjoy watching <laughs> there people was fall a down dot, dot, dot there. <laughs> they were like, but if they don't get hurt it's great <laughs> no I don't want them to get hurt but I mean I just realized like I, I watched Double Dare yesterday and watched a lot of kids fall down just, just buy all the kids with pancakes on their yeah. head <laughs> That's what the helmets and knee and elbow pads are for, everyone. All right. (laughs) 
Well, thank you, sisters, uh, for this enlightening discussion of kids' game shows. You're and so welcome. G- good luck, Riley, with <laughs> starring in one. I will host one. I will star in one. Mm-hmm. I will do. I will create one. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, you can check out other great max uh, other great podcasts at maximumfun.org. Um, our whole our whole family of podcasting wonderfulness. Mm-hmm. So go check that out. Um, you can tweet at us at Still Buff. You can email us if you have suggestions for shows or topics or questions at stillbuffering at maximumfun.org. And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Your Mind. This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. And, and I was Now, I know as a Max Fun listener, you love enamel pins, but guess who were the first people to wear enamel pins? Everyone in Starfleet. We talk about them every week on our show, The Greatest Generation. It's originally about Star Trek The Next Generation, now we're covering Deep Space Nine. The main thing we're trying to encourage you to do is listen to the show. Listen to the show and know that you are expanding the community of enamel pin-wearing enthusiasts. You can only resist Big Pin for so long. So <laughs> give yourself over to Big Pin and The Greatest Generation by subscribing and downloading right now. The Greatest Generation at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcast. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.